0: I am in a position where I pay my own bills. I do everything else in this apartment, you know, like I take care of myself, I'm paying bills, I can take out my own damn garbage, although it's nice that you do it for me. (laughs)
1: You're listening to Relationship Renegade, the show that brings hard truths and realities about relationships. I am your host, Dr. Jameson Mercier, licensed clinical social worker. And um, what else do I do? Doctor of marriage and family therapy. Okay. <laughs> I'm back on with Mia and we had to bring Kate back on.
2: We sure did. We had a lot of
1: fun. Yeah, Kate is lots of fun. And we ran out of time on, on the previous episode. So if this is the first episode that you're catching, go back to the one, so the, to the last weekend edition, listen to that, and this will make a lot more sense, mm-hmm. okay? Um, Kate is gracious enough to join us to, to conclude our conversation, um, and so thank you for coming back, Kate. Um,
0: Thanks for having me.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. We're talking about uh, merging. All right. And again, we're not going to rehash the t- first part of this conversation. Go back and listen to it. And now we're wrapping up the, the merge about um, there it is. The, uh, uh, the, the the relationship piece, the um, romantic relationship and i'm stumbling because i'm trying to get to it um,
2: i know you're just so excited you <laughs> can't just, get the words out <laughs> yeah
1: because it's it's one thing for me to tell people but it's another thing to get it from people who've actually are experiencing it
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know it's so, fresh <laughs> it's fr- exactly exactly um so deep breath jameson <laughs> We were talking about merging with your significant other. And what I would like to do with this episode is um, we're, we're, we're not bashing anyone. Let's just make that clear. But I think people would benefit from, I guess, different strategies um, of how to make the merge work. Because there's a reason why people decide to merge. And unfortunately, that reason doesn't always carry them to the some of the challenges that show up in merging. Okay? Um, so that's where I want to focus if we can. Oh, and by the way, it's not just Kate, guys. Um, I alluded to this. Anybody who's lived with anyone for more than five minutes? Okay, these things happen. I'll tell you, in my house, we I say we but it's really me. I assign mugs. (laughs) It's much easier to track the culprit if everyone's got an assigned mug, Um, but that's after 20 years. So maybe we can save you some time. Um, All right. So anything you want to add Mia before we we jump in with Kate? I've just been rambling. Um,
2: I just want to give the, our listeners a little context. Um, Uh, is, uh, one of my best friends and in our previous episode, we won't rehash too much, but we did talk about, um, living with friends and living with significant others. And like Jameson was saying, this episode, we're going to be talking about the challenges that happen, um, after the merging is taking place or has taken place, um, and the things that come up. And so I know for Kate, we talked about um, being in a unique situation in that um, we don't have very many people in our friend group that um, have lived by themselves um, before, you know, for an extended amount of time before having a significant other live with us. And um, we were the ones that um, had a house or an apartment Um, and our significant others joined us in our home. So, um, that then presented also some unique challenges and, um, you know, maybe some, some on, we didn't realize that we were going to be into, in some gender specific roles that ended (laughs) up kind of happening on accident. (laughs)
1: Like what?
2: Go
0: ahead, Kate. Oh, you want Can me take, to take, 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 the the take, Jesus, the take the wheel? Jesus, um, take the wheel. So I would say, like, specifically, I don't know if this is with all women, but we end up, or I should say, I end up doing the laundry, cleaning up, you know, making dinner, um, basic, I guess, female, gender-specific roles
2: stereotypical gender specific roles. yeah I don't yeah. know the PC
0: way to say it yeah, sorry that's okay. <laughs> um, and on some level I hate it I'm not going to lie I find it almost insulting um, because I am in a position where I pay my own bills I do everything else in this apartment you know like I take care of myself I'm paying bills I can take out my own damn garbage although it's nice that you do it for me <laughs> Um, like, it's just something that I'm, I'm realizing now that I have a hard time dealing with the fact that I've been put in this, I guess, bubble, so to speak. Which bubble,
1: which bubble is that?
0: Um, the like female specific roles Mm -hmm. or stereotypically female roles. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. So like,
0: oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: So you said you've been put in the bubble.
0: Did I put myself in the bubble? Well, I I was
1: going to (laughs) ask by whom.
0: (laughs) I think it's one of those things that um, it's a female instinct, or maybe it's just as I find myself to be a little bit of a nurturer, so maybe it's just something that I do to myself. Um, You know, like, I don't mind it, but I also don't want it to be expected of me, is I guess the fine line I'm trying not to fall off of right now.
1: (laughs) Okay. So let's, let's, I guess let's ride this line a little bit. So how, so how exactly do we do that? This thing that you enjoy doing (laughs) yet at the same time, don't want it to be expected of you.
0: Right. Like I enjoy cooking. Prime example. Uh I like cooking. Uh I just don't want to have to cook every night. Um, And maybe, Maybe this is something that I've put on myself where I almost feel like I should, or I should be doing those things, or that's my responsibility.
2: Or it's just not going to happen if you don't do it.
0: Right. is really what, it, I mean, that's probably what it really comes down to. Like, um, my boyfriend, love him to death, but he doesn't cook anything. Like, he can make a mean turkey sandwich, but I don't think I've ever seen him actually cook anything.
1: Well. <laughs> okay so could that be because you get to the stove before he does
2: um you just get to the stove in general
0: i'm just yeah i just make it there (laughs) eventually
2: i think you know i think um i had this issue myself too when i had a significant other living with me and um it isn't something that you plan on doing like you don't say okay like I'm going to be the one that's going to be primarily responsible for meals or I'm going to be the one that is washing the dishes. What you see in your household is like a need that isn't being fulfilled (laughs) and you fulfill it. And um, I think when you start out with a significant other living with you, like in general, we had to cook our meals by ourselves. Like independently, we had to do that. And then when you had a significant other, you know, live with you, you were still doing the same things that you were doing prior to a significant other. Um, And then I think because you just kept doing them and like a significant other is now living with you, it just turns into something that unintentionally you end up doing. Mm -hmm. And the conversation was never really had that this is going to be what you're doing. And then I think when things like that start to happen and you start to go into those like stereotypical, like she's saying gender roles or female roles or whatever, male roles. Um, then you, I found myself getting really annoyed and really resentful because I was like, I mean, yeah, I was doing it before you were here, but now you're expect like, it's almost like an un-un untalked about expectation that happens and then you're like, wait a minute, I didn't really agree to this, but here we are, we're already here.
1: hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And the same way, I guess my where I'm, what I'm seeing is the same way we find ourselves there, we can take a step back from it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I also think it's something that I'm used to, so to speak. Like growing up, my dad, my mom always says my dad could burn water. My dad like never <laughs> cooked dinner. It was not his thing. So my mom cooked dinner like almost every night growing up. Um, and then I remember she eventually was like, all right, Tuesdays are unite. night. You got to take Tuesdays. I'm not doing every night. Mm. Um, and so we ate like spiraled ham with <laughs> pineapple slices and cream corn for like three months before, every Tuesday before we begged our mom. And it turned into like pizza night. Like, <laughs> um, And I think it's, I find myself in like a similar place just in terms of, my mom and I have the attitude, our, my dad and my boyfriend could eat out every night. Mm-hmm. Every night they could order in food. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to have a home-cooked meal every once in a while. But the only way that's going to happen is if I cook that home-cooked meal, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> is okay. what it comes down to. So it's one of those things where it's it becomes a conscious decision at some point, but it also is the worst at some
2: point (laughs) you know where you're like not enough right but then it becomes like the the routine or the expectation Mm -hmm. right it it becomes
0: a chore and it's yeah it's not something you enjoy after that point
1: well yeah and and what i've realized and again i I may sound like i'm beating a dead horse here (laughs) is if it were something that you if it was self-assigned then it's up to you to adjust it or unassign it as you see fit.
0: True. Yes, <laughs> in theory.
1: Yes. <laughs> and I'm, just, I'm just saying, right?
0: <laughs> I mean, right, it, but it's not going to happen. Is what it comes down to. Like, why, unless why, I want to eat, unless what? I want to eat box mac and cheese and Publix like fried chicken every time that he's <laughs> supposed to be cooking. I don't think it's, I mean, I can ask. I've and asked see, and, if he cooks. I've Okay, here's, I guess I have been passive aggressive before. Because I've said, do you cook? <laughs> I guess that's passive aggressive, right? It's pretty <laughs> passive aggressive. How did you survive when you didn't know me? <laughs> and so that's a
1: great, and see, that is a great question. Because, <laughs> I mean, he's, I'm assuming 20, 30 years old. So he's not dead.
0: No, he's. He's yes. way along in, like, the life spectrum. Okay. And I've asked him this question in terms of, I was like, so in previous relationships, have your significant others always done your laundry, made your food, and cleaned up after you? And he said yes. And I was like, okay, well, we need to get this out of the way. Because mm-hmm. I'm not your mother. <laughs> oh, the mother talk. <laughs> like, it's just that sounds, not...
1: That sounds passive-aggressive. <laughs>
0: I was like, it's just not me. I don't want to have to always clean up after you. I don't, I'm, I'm not someone who's sitting here like, oh my gosh, I love doing my boyfriend's laundry. Mm -hmm. It's so great. You know, like I don't mind doing it, but also it's not what I want to do. Cause I know he said to me before, he's like, I hate doing laundry. I'm like, it still has to be done, (laughs) you know, just because you hate doing it doesn't mean it's like magic
1: so here's i guess see here's another question so and this is interesting because when people say certain things other people hear or interpret other things (laughs) right right so he says i hate doing laundry and somehow you hear that you need to do it
0: true yeah well that's my interpretation
1: correct that's interesting
0: did I just get schooled? What just happened? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> no, I get it. I definitely get it. It's one of those things where I'm like, okay, so if you hate doing laundry, that means like A plus B equals Kate right. does the laundry. Right.
1: <laughs> in some households, yeah, that's the math. And then in other in other households, there's a whole different equation that gets played out, you know? But I
2: also right. feel too, like, how long do you wait, you know? How long Me? do you wait, like, in for Jameson or James you, whatever, or mm-hmm.
0: just like anyone,
2: like, you know, you have a certain idea of what, what your living style is like, like, you don't want to have, heat. you don't want to <laughs> have dirty dishes in your sink for like a week where it's growing mold and then you end up throwing it away. Right. I don't care. Yeah. That's cool for me. Yeah. I'll just get another one. <laughs> um, but at what point, like, are you, does it are you uncomfortable with it? Even, even having to say multiple times over and over and over again, like, could you please do this? Could you please do this? Could you please do this? And then you get labeled a nagger Mm
1: -hmm. or,
2: um, you get labeled as like, um, you know, this is just, this is for women. This This is the past. Like this is annoying. And then you just end up doing it. So you do have like these unspoken like pressures. I feel like, um, how long do you wait until his disgusting underwear is all over your yourself you know all all over the place you know and you end up doing the laundry like i think there's just an unspoken thing that happens phenomenon that happens that
0: mm-hmm.
2: i don't know maybe i'm just coining this but i do think maybe it's just a combination of two people not really talking much about it but I don't think we're alone here in the fact that this happened.
1: (laughs) No, no, no. Okay. So you're definitely not alone. So, so in in couples counseling terminology, right? So we're looking at classic Mm -hmm. over-functioning and classic Mm under-functioning. Okay.
0: Am I over or under? (laughs) Well, so
1: so here's the thing, right? So different areas you may over-function and in others you may underfunction. okay yeah, so I it's see. not it's not a blanket term it may be you may be one way in laundry one another in the bathroom another in finance my hair like so it it, it varies right it's not a fixed thing for a for the relationship mm-hmm. um um and, and to your question you know how long do you wait um so, so that's a good question, but what I encourage people to, to often do is look at it in terms of conducting an experiment. And, and by that, I mean a true experiment, right? Uh-huh. One, one in which you do not have any preconceived expectation of the outcome,
2: I feel like
0: that's a lot. I I feel like that's not a real thing. (laughs) I can't go I can't I don't think and this is probably just a fault of my own. I don't think I can go into a situation without expecting some sort of result. Okay. Just from like the science side of it. I have a hypothesis. An educated guess. I have an educated guess about what's gonna happen. Won't be done. Will I be pleasantly surprised if it is done? Yes. Will my hypothesis be proven proven if it's not done? Also yes.
1: But, let, but let's just see what that, let's look at what that suggests, right? So we're already going into it with some of these negative assumptions about this other individual.
0: Well, yes, because they've been proven already, right? Right. (laughs) Isn't that? We've gone too far. (laughs) Well,
1: they've been proven in other circumstances, but every circumstance is not the previous one.
0: Okay. So are are you going to give me a test? (laughs) Or am I supposed to like create one and then come back and tell you what happened
1: (laughs) i mean it it sounds like you're already in the midst of
0: multiple (laughs) this is just one giant test (laughs) this whole whole thing is a science experiment
2: (laughs) hi we are the messier kids like what you hear so far make sure you never miss a show by clicking subscribe now this podcast is made possible by listeners like you thank you for your support now back to the show
1: it, it is, right? And I think for a lot of people, we just see the, all the doldrums and all the, the negative stuff. But so in my house, you know, we, so for those of you who don't know, I'm, I'm a minimalist. So I don't need a ton of crap. I really don't. Um, black shirts, gray shirts. I'm good. A few slacks, you know, a couple of pairs of shoes. That's all I need to function.
2: Sure,
0: sure, 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 All and
1: right. your trillion socks, which are slowly winding <laughs> down, right? Um, I mean, if
0: that's your one thing, that's your that one is, thing.
1: That is that's that's one of my vices for sure. Um, <laughs> I have many, <laughs> and, and and so if we're talk, if we're gonna talk about like laundry, laundry is not an issue for me. I do laundry in twenty minutes and I'm done. Yeah, you know, um, in, in my house, for the sake of. I guess my relationship, which may be a bit extreme, we just do our own laundry. Even my kids do their own laundry.
0: Yeah, that's how I grew up, actually.
1: Okay, and why did it change?
0: Because my mom didn't want to do it all anymore. I believe. No. I know, like when we why came did back.
2: It change for you now.
0: Oh, now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, because. I found it annoying that his laundry never left the machines. (laughs) When he did his laundry, it wasn't like how you're saying 20 minutes, you're done. Um, It would
1: would take like two weeks. Yeah, he would just leave it
0: right in the machine. Mm -hmm.
1: And so, you know, we can unload and just do ours. If he's going to get dressed out the dryer, he could get dressed out the basket, couldn't he?
0: (laughs) There's no basket. He just dumps them on a chair.
1: Okay. (laughs) This is your laundry chair. You know, we can always follow it. Yeah.
0: Let's just
1: see how far this will go.
0: Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And then it becomes my, like, that becomes my own mental issue at that point.
1: Well, the thing is, not at that point.
0: Well, no. I mean, I feel like I have to be honest
1: with you, even at this point. (laughs)
0: It's it's, already my issue. It's your issue, right?
1: (laughs) It's not his issue. He's he's fine.
0: Yeah, I have like it's one of those things where um, everything has a place in my house. Agreed. already. So something sitting there for like weeks at a time in a place that's not its rightful place.
1: That that's your issue.
0: which is where I feel crazy, right? Where I'm like, this shouldn't, this is how it goes down in my mind. (laughs) I'm like, this shouldn't be as big of a deal as it feels like. (laughs) I know in my rational mind that it's not a big deal. It's not a significant issue. Mm -hmm. I love the man. He has many amazing qualities. This is not one of them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Laundry is not. It's just one of those things where I'm, like, bad and good. Right. And like, it, it definitely does, it definitely out, the good definitely outweighs the laundry
1: situation. <laughs> when, when you say it's no big deal, it shouldn't be a big deal. Um, but yet, it's, it's hard to push to the side.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, definitely. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. I get it, and, and I know we're kind of we're talking about laundry. It's a great example, but that could be anything.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, there's lots of um, um, examples when people merge together.
0: <laughs>
2: this one? is just reminding me of a Sex and the City episode, and I <laughs> love that show. Um,
1: mm-hmm. We've been told, you,
2: yes, <laughs> um, it it really did. It's like the the charming things about the person, like you know, like the 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 characteristics like the free spirit or like I love that he's just so spontaneous and can throw things on or out the door ready to go then become liabilities.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) And then you're you know you're in you're like waist deep into your relationship now and then you're like, oh these cute things aren't cute anymore. (laughs) These are really freaking annoying. Or, you know, they should start to show more more frequently maybe the unfun characteristics and you're like oh shoot
0: yeah I think that that's actually so we went to Savannah last weekend I think that the reverse happened where like he realized that about me Yeah. <laughs> where like I'm a planner where oh, I'm like, oh really my God, are. we can go on this trolley and then if we sign up for the ghost tour, there it's a cheaper price and we can do it all in one day and then tomorrow we can do this tour. And he's like, Can't we just like go? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, But what about the trolley? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Let's I think it was we find. Yeah, and I think it was interesting <laughs> that he was like, I don't think she can function without a plan. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um So I thought it was just funny, like in the waist deep aspects where it was probably one of our first, it was only our second, like major travel thing
1: together. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Does he know, um, and this is just talking about the laundry. Does he know on a scale of one to 10, how crazy that makes you?
0: Um. Like visibly, (laughs) not not (laughs) passive aggressively. Like, is
1: he is he aware of just how bad that is for you?
0: Um, probably not to the full extent. I think I say it every time, and I've addressed it multiple times. Mm -hmm. But and for me, it's not the fact that he does it; it's it is the recidivism of it, where it's it just keeps happening. Mm -hmm. where it's I said my piece once in a non-passive aggressive way
1: (laughs) and that should have been enough
0: right and I shouldn't have had you know obviously everyone's not perfect it happens every once in a while you didn't have time you just needed this shirt so whatever but um for it to be such a constant thing is really what makes me mad about it or not mad but just like that's what the thing that gets my blood boiling I guess yeah really I grinds my I, gears I think it
2: too turns <laughs> into like you're not being considerate That at that point too because then it's an inconvenience for everyone like I need to do this and then your you're craft's everywhere and okay. now you know I don't make it for you where it's like an inconvenience. Like you have an open washing machine every time you want to do your laundry.
1: Mm-hmm. I and wonder. You, go ahead, go ahead.
2: I was just saying, so then it's just, then I think that's when it starts to build. It starts to fester is, is when it's just like, okay, how many times do I have to tell you? And right. then how many different perspectives can I put it in where you would understand, like, this is now an inconvenience for me when I'm on, on the route, but also I don't do this to you. So is it something that is even feasible for you?
0: And I feel like because it's so menial, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. And that's what I mean by like, it shouldn't upset me as much, but that's probably the part that upsets me is the fact that I'm like, it's really not a big deal. Why can't you do it? (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's what I think you're saying, right? Yeah, Yeah. but then
2: you kind of make it like, well, then it's like a respect thing too, because then here, just get your stuff out so that I can do it Mm -hmm. and we can have a more well-oiled machine.
0: And it's it's like, or you can go home and do laundry in your own washing (laughs) and (laughs) dryer.
1: This is is true. And I'll tell you, it's not too far-fetched. As an option either, because if that's what you guys agree to, if that's what works, then that's what works. Um, When we say things like it's inconsiderate or or inconsiderate or a lack of respect, um, it's real easy to say that. um, Because that kind of justifies our position.
0: Right. I get that.
1: Yeah. And and, and that may absolutely be the farthest thing from, from the reality
0: right i don't think it's malicious you I don't, know yeah. i think it's just something that isn't thought of it's just what he's used to doing
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i tell you being yeah. sharing a space with someone for about 20 years now <laughs> some people are literally blind to certain things
0: right that's <laughs> that stare you in the <laughs> face <laughs> yes. as soon as you walk into a oh, room they, they've been calling
1: me from the time i left work to come home, like. Guess what's waiting for you?
2: (laughs) So, Jameson, what do you say to our listeners that find themselves in that that tricky situation of, like, maybe they've said things so many times now, and now it's just, it's moved on to be something that they're like, okay, I've said it 7,000 times, I've communicated it multiple times they say they understand we've had a sit down we've talked about this and it still continues to happen now it's now i think it's just blatant disrespect it's this like you were saying before what what can we tell our listeners that are like you know give them something to consider
1: so here's what i've learned um so even in a relationship where you guys love each other and there's this expectation that we look out for each other and do for one another you are still responsible for your own sense of well-being and sense of peace and sense of happiness sense of joy when you put that burden or expectation on someone else i think that's the piece that makes us crazy
0: (laughs) that's a good point damn it why do you have to come at me with so much truth
1: That's what the show's about. (laughs) And and it can be hard to shift and and pivot like that, but that in many cases is what's required. And so Mm -hmm. what does it look like? What it might look like is you, rather than doing everything for everyone, you do the little bit in that space. Okay, so if it's laundry or coffee mugs, you focus on that. Or if it's too much for everybody, you reduce how much it is for you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And there's, there, there's a number of ways to do that. Everyone's situation is unique, but you find a way to make it work for yourself so that it doesn't take away from the relationship.
0: I gotcha. Like everyone take care of themselves, <laughs> divide and conquer. It it can be divide and
1: (laughs) conquer, but the problem you find with divide and conquer is how you divide it. And what I'm really saying is you're 100% responsible for you. Mm -hmm. If he or she wants to come along and help, then that's a bonus. Like that isn't a condition of your happiness. (sighs)
0: I get it. I don't like it, but I get it.
1: <laughs> oh, this! I hated it. I hate that. In some ways, that's what we have to do. But with practice, you know, and time, you know, it it gets to be where this is how we function.
0: Right. It's more like that. Reevaluate what's actually affecting you. And why it's affecting you and how it's affecting you. Mm
1: -hmm. What matters to you? What are you going to, what are you going to devote the energy to? Right. It's a conversation that a lot of people do not have when they're in the midst of this merge and this transition.
0: Definitely.
2: Yeah. I think that's a good point too, because then it, like we're saying, like it starts to kind of fester and then every single time you see a thing in the washer you're in attack mode mm-hmm. and it just doesn't play out well for you and that person. And every time the washer is, you know, filled and nothing's happening, it's going to be an argument. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's important to, to remember too.
1: Yeah. To save the argument. And mm-hmm. so we said, you know, a, a basket near the dryer and that's a lot less um, uh, less of an issue, I guess, if you're unloading the dryer and just putting it in a basket. Um, it may turn into something else, but for that moment, that's not. <laughs> that, that
0: I know, because cool. <laughs> I, I was just thinking I've done that before. Um, but when I take it out, I fold it. Mm-hmm. And when he takes my stuff out, he doesn't fold <laughs> it. Right,
1: see? <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so the experiment continues it's,
0: it's just
1: gonna, right. oh my
0: god is this gonna be the rest of my life Jason? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but listen you get to a, you get to a point where tr- trust me Kate <laughs> you get to a point where you realize how you best function in this dynamic
0: I get that for sure I, I mean, I,
1: I'll give you even another simple, stupid example. So I, I noticed the, you know, speck on the floor. I noticed the paper on the floor that needs to be swept. I, I'm crazy like that. Okay, I see it all. And rather mm-hmm. than asking other people to sweep, at the end of the day, I sweep. Or when I see it, I sweep. So what have I done? I go and buy a broom dustpan that fits me I don't care about other people I know I'm gonna do it so this has to work for me so it's just I may pay a little more for a a dustpan I may or a vacuum you know it's if I'm gonna do it I'm gonna enjoy it I'm gonna enjoy it might be a stretch but it's not gonna be a burden to me
2: so you basically had to change your thoughts and about that particular situation that was bugging you
1: you have to
0: mm-hmm. oh man that's 29 years of thoughts to turn upside down
1: <laughs> now i'll tell you one thing that motivates me to approach it like that so in my relationship we're 20 years in a bunch of kids <laughs> right we there's a lot more in incur- that's pushing me to seek these kinds of solutions than someone who's a year, two years in their dating relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Cause we have insignificant problems, whereas you have real life problems. I, I, I'm not <laughs> going to call them
1: insignificant, but they're definitely different. <laughs> they but,
0: seem, in, I would say in comparison,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they seem. We, we would,
0: ins-
1: we would appear, you're right. We would appear to have more <laughs> vested in than you guys do.
0: Right. Definitely. I mean, geez, 20 years.
1: Yeah, but don't, it's a think, lifetime. That, don't think that though you guys and all, anybody listening in a new relationship could not make the same decision.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think you do. I think like you do, you know, you are, it's not a sacrifice, but you are essentially leaving behind your, your, I don't want to, and I don't want to call it independence either, but you're leaving behind, like, your single self. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, you see, (laughs) so it's not your independence, but you're differently independent, if I can say it. Yeah. You find different ways to be independent. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. You are independently codependent.
1: <laughs> oh, well. independent! Interdependent.
0: Is that a thing?
1: Well, this is this is what's the world. we talked about codependency in a previous episode. So, oh
0: maybe, yeah,
1: maybe now. Was that the Vans? To... <laughs> huh? Was
0: that the Vans? No, uh. no.
1: So maybe some people need to go listen to that episode as well. <laughs>
0: That's true. I'm almost like the complete opposite of codependent where I'm like, I'm going to need you to go stay in that room. And I'm going to stay in this room because I just don't want to look at you right now. (laughs) Everyone needs, I personally think that like for your own mental health, everyone needs some alone time.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think I I go camping.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think that's one of the first things about like living with someone that you realize, um, like, I think me and I, when we lived together, we were really good about just, we didn't bother each other. Like if we wanted to do something together, we did it. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We didn't. Whereas when you live with a significant other, I think it's almost expected that you're supposed to do everything together. So then you reach this point where you're like, okay, I love you, but I want to just go hang out with my friends. But,
1: but <laughs> Not that's my one couple
0: of, friends. My friends.
1: That, that's one of those myths though, Kate. Uh-oh. And some people expect that, but not a lot of people, and definitely not married people. <laughs> so I am okay with you going to your girlfriend's house for the weekend. Yeah, it, it, it's not a problem.
0: I think it's one of those things when you're in a fresh relationship, mm-hmm. you want to spend all that time together, and then you almost—I—I I don't want to say peak, but you reach a point where you're like, okay. Yeah, I know this, I love you. I know we're in this, but I need like a week to decompress.
1: Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's know? better to, the sooner we have that conversation and come to that real realiza- realization, <laughs> the better.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, it's definitely an interesting thing, like keeping your own friends, but then what friends mingle well, and then it's like one more thing you have to think about. You're like, ugh, can't hang out with this person because they don't like each other.
1: Or 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 it's an experiment.
0: <laughs> oh gosh, What is it do an
1: experiment. <laughs> it's a
2: social is, life a is social um, experiment. Is life a social experiment? Yeah,
0: kind of it is.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I, I like stepping into these situations. So let's just see what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's hope the bear. Yeah, well, uh, well, let's just let's just sit. And watch the bear. And let's not poke it. Let's not influence it. Let's just observe what happens when (laughs) we put this person here and that person there.
0: It makes me think of there's an old SNL episode (laughs) with Madonna. And they're like, all right, you, you, discuss. (laughs) Give you a topic. Coffee talk. Talk about it. (laughs) Go.
1: Let's just see. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and when we can approach relationships like that, it takes a lot of the stress off, right? No expectations. We're just going to hang. We're just going to just see what happens.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's how you feel like when you meet your sleeping other's family. And you're like, oh my gosh, there's so much pressure.
1: <laughs> Possibly.
0: <laughs> Those are always interesting Yeah. experiences. Yeah.
1: Wow. Well. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the clock is staring me right in the face again, guys. Mm-hmm. My, you guys are tons of fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Time flies when you're having fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking about laundry. Oh, gosh. Um, so re- let us know. Uh, report back and let us know how your experiments are going, Kate. That was really <laughs> really want to know. <laughs> drop to, a line. <laughs> and to
2: our listeners too that found value in it and are going to maybe do some of their own social experimenting, let us know how it went.
1: I definitely want to hear about that. You can let us know in, on our uh, social media or when you come back and leave a rating. Be sure to leave a comment over on iTunes. Um, and since you shared the previous episode, feel free to share this one as a complete set. All right. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for watching and sharing. And uh, we look forward to having you back for another episode of Relationship Renegade.